0: I knew he was going to have a special effect on the uh, not only the leaders, but the children. His eyes looked like they were his children. I mean, it was just so natural. It was, it was really unbelievable. And the
1: beautiful thing about it is they felt the same way about Anthony. Hey, everybody. Chris Avery with you on Chargers Weekly. Coming up, my conversation with Ravi Reddy of Privilege to Serve. Reddy partnered with the Lynn Family Foundation to build a school for children of the Maasai tribe in Tanzania. Reddy was kind enough to detail the project and last week's trip to the new school with head coach Anthony Lynn. All right, it's my great pleasure to welcome in the head of privilege to serve, Ravi Reddy, to Chargers Weekly. Hey, Ravi, I appreciate you joining me, man. I am thrilled to have you on. You were in Tanzania last week with Coach Lynn and his family. You opened up a school for children of the Maasai tribe. And there's so much I want to get into, but let's just start with the beginning and how you started Privileged to Serve.
0: Sure. Thanks for having me, Chris. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity to uh, talk about our trip and uh, the school that we opened up for the Maasai children. I started of privileged to serve. My uh, father actually came from a similar village in India, uh, back in, you know, and came to uh, the United States of 63. So he started uh, out later, and someone uh, was uh, kind enough to uh, give him an education. And that was the catalyst for his success. And uh, through that education, he was able to bring hundreds of people to this country who are very, very successful right now. So nevertheless, I was given the best education, the best uh guidance and uh everything that's required to succeed and uh thank god i really uh discovered that it was my purpose to pay it all forward i mean in one generation from where my father was to where i am i mean i'm uh, uh by the grace of god doing very well and i knew it was my uh my uh i guess vocation to uh you know pay it forward so uh, i started building community centers in uh in know, small community centers in Nicaragua, South Africa, Haiti. I started going on trips with other NGOs to Burundi, to India, to all over South America, just to see what they were doing right or wrong, because it wasn't my uh, trade. And uh, then, you know, it was a great opportunity. One of my board members, Dr. Anin Neri, uh, who works out of Austin, and one of his patients, Dr. Don McGunn, of Africa's Promise Village, had worked at, <clears throat> with the MSI um, in Tanzania and was given 50 acres to build a school. So it was like, it was like a miracle that that's what we did. So we flew out there, and uh, she is a uh, doctor in education. She was doing the curriculum. She know how to teach the kids, and we know how to build schools. So uh, three years ago, we said, "Let's do this." And uh, you know, and two and a half years later, we have a school for these uh, wonderful children.
1: It's just incredible. And you talk about paying it forward, Ravi. When did you discover that? You know, you mentioned you had you had the best education. Yes, You played football at Texas for a little bit as a linebacker. Uh, when did you realize that it was your vocation to, to pay it forward?
0: Well, oh, I'll tell you what, I really realized, uh, it was my uh, vocation to pay for it forward. Uh, probably, uh, you know, just through the success of the money, it was probably after college, but even in Texas, I, would, I don't know if I, uh, played, I was more of, a, uh, uh, tutor the, uh, two to the other kid and was a, uh, uh, was awesome on the on the practice squad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's all good
0: but, uh, but yeah it's all good and I'll tell you what I tutored those kids I saw you know what even going there and I saw where those uh, the other players were from and from the uh, background they were from and it was really a huge uh, difference uh, from where I was from so it really kind of started there and then growing up and graduating college and just looking at other people and traveling the world and just seeing how underprivileged the world was and seeing everything I was given. And it was just, uh, I thought it was uh, my uh, passion to do it. And the skill set that I had and the the success that I had in in doing real estate and construction in New York, I mean, the skill set that you have to deal with everyone across the world to get things done. So really, it's a similar skill set to that of uh, philanthropic work.
1: You know, I would hope that there's a time in anybody's life where, you know, as each year goes by, you count your blessings, right? And you you figure out ways that you can help others and the relationship that you developed with coach Lynn, it was about a decade ago. If I'm not mistaken, he was introduced to you by what Tony Richardson of of the jets at the time.
0: That's correct. Yeah. Tony was uh, playing for uh, Anthony when uh, Anthony was the uh, running back coach of the Jets, And we all happened to live in the same neighborhood and we we became instant friends. I guess we had similar backgrounds and uh, we're all moving up in our careers. I mean, coach Lynn was a, Anthony was uh, moving up in the coaching ranks, and I was, uh, you know, sitting, I was just moving up in, the, uh, in my development real estate company, and I guess we had a lot to talk about. And we always talked about how lucky we were. I had a big back overlooking my hat. And uh, I don't know if many people know, but uh, Anthony
1: uh, makes uh, some of the best barbecue chicken.
0: No, <laughs> okay. it's
1: a so. <laughs> man. I'm that I'm gonna ask him I, about that. We may have to have a maybe like a, a training camp cookout, and Coach can help out with that.
0: And uh, so we used to go on my deck just talk about how fortunate we were and, you know, in different ways of paying the And, and, and I, I knew I was uh, doing something South America and them. I was like, you know what? I knew both uh, Anthony and his wife, It was calling to go to Africa, just the way their personalities were and, and the, the extraordinary people they were and how they uh, just uh, really reacted with other people. I mean, Anthony's just the most unbelievable guy. He was like those. Oh, Anywhere you go, he talk to everyone, no matter if you're the channel or the CEO. And he treats everyone the same way. And I just knew that it would be so impactful to get him over to Africa. And I've been trying to get him over there for years. And finally, Anthony said, when he says he's doing something, he's doing it. And I knew he was so busy at the end of last year when I had my fundraiser. And I'm like, Anthony, if you could try to make it, that'd be awesome. He's like, Robbie, I'm making it. And he made it to Austin for our... Uh, one of a uh, uh, fundraiser we had last year, and he was just so impactful there. He got everyone going at the fundraiser to spend more money, to donate. He said, we have to get this school done for these children. And that's where that even seemed And uh, then, you know, he's like, and I'm like, Anthony, I know you're busy. I know you have, you know, you're the head coach of the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And he's like, I'm going to make time for it. He knew that there was a week in the summertime that uh, I guess, he had some downtime. He was like, "We're going to Africa, and I want to see what's going on there. and really uh, touch everything that I've been seeing and uh, and uh, donating to, and uh, you know, see what else we can do for." So and they, uh, you know, that last week was that week that we all uh, went over there, and it was it was absolutely awesome. The whole experience was great.
1: Mm. Well, I'm going to back up a second because Coach Lynn started the Lynn Family Foundation earlier this year. And the mission is changing lives one at a time through mentorship, scholarships, and experiences. And it's not just Coach Lynn, it's his wife, Stacey Bell, who's a news anchor in New York. Coach Lynn's children involved as well. Um, could you imagine when you were sitting there with Coach in Manhattan and, and, and looking at the skyline and talking about these things, uh, how quickly they were going to become a reality, Ravi?
0: No, I didn't. I always had a vision. Uh, that's a good question, Chris. I always had a vision. I always told Anthony. Anthony always said, right, there's only 32 uh, uh, positions uh, as a head coach. So it's going to be a tough one to get. And I'm like, you know, put your mind through it, work hard, and get there. And uh, that's what he did. And for some reason, I always envisioned him be the coach of the Jets or Giants. <laughs> so, <laughs> I never saw the Chargers in my vision. <laughs> how was things going, work like, out. years down the line. <laughs> and I always thought years down the line but I, it's just a testament to his hard work and his uh and how he is with the players and it comes down to winning and just doing great and God bless him I'm, I, I, I'm so happy for him and his, his uh, success and, and, and I'm, I'm more proud of him that to reach the point of where he is right now and for him to immediately recognize that he wants to do something immediately and give back it's just it's an enormous testament to him and who he is a lot of people may they would might want to enjoy their success for a while, and it might not hit until later. But Anthony it hit him right away, and he wanted to open up the Lynn Family Foundation to really give back right away with his, uh, you know, wife and uh, family. So it's uh, tremendous on how quickly it's moving, and, and it just it, we're going to have an impact on uh, hundreds and thousands of kids in a way that we couldn't even imagine.
1: Ravi, can you expound on? how you got pointed in the direction of the, the Maasai tribe and, and just the people there and I know that circumstances are difficult over there and just how the school came to be uh, just a little bit of background on uh, how the school was created.
0: Sure. So, uh, <clears throat> our foundation built schools uh, in third fourth world countries and uh, Don and Gun from the Africa I probably Village has been working there for years trying to uh, educate these uh, Maasai children and the biggest Issue with the Maasai is that they are almost so uh, conservative in their ways, almost like the uh, the Amish population, or people that really don't want to it to mold into Western culture. But they want to live the way they live. Mm-hmm. But uh, a couple of factors came into play. Number one is climate change; the land is getting arid, and they really graze cattle and sell cattle and farm for uh, their uh, to maintain their lifestyle. So that was fading away. In addition, in Tanzania. 85% of their GDP is uh, safari in reserves, and they were taking their land away from them slowly. So I think they finally recognized that if we don't educate our children, we not, might not exist in years. So mm. those factors really just were a blessing for this whole project to start. They said, all right, here's 50 acres. You know, build a school, an English-speaking school for us, because they're recognizing that they need this in order to survive. And, uh, and that being said, out of 8,500 people, there might be maybe 20 people that are educated. And so they don't even have a concept of what education can do for them. So it was a real struggle for years to convince them that this is probably the best thing for them. And as we always said, I do not want to change your culture. Anthony does not want to change your culture, the way they live or anything. All we want to do is give them an education. So they have the choice of doing what they want to do. They can live beside, they can live Western life, they can live any life. So that's the whole beauty of life. It's really giving them a, the freedom to choose. So this was really a blessing for us to be able to go to a place, I mean, this is three, four hours away from civilization level and 10,000 miles away in Africa, to go to a place almost like that no one else would find and to see these kids uh, that are uh, living in such impoverished conditions. And you look at the kids and say, what can I do? You know what, we, we, we can say to ourselves, we are doing something. We built a school, they're going to get an English education and, and grow up and and, and up. Uh, you know, be able to uh, reach their full potential. And that's all we're trying to do is just give everyone the opportunity to reach their full potential, just like Anthony does every day on the football field with each one of his players. It's the exact same thing. I think he just uh, tries to bring everything out of each player there to reach their full potential, which he's very good at. And that's, uh, you can attest to that for the success of the Chargers. He does, and he's doing that for these uh, leaders and these uh, children as well. It's truly it's, it's really a blessing and, uh, and fun to watch.
1: No question, no question. And the Masai children—this is from your website—they're going to have access to clean water, clean clothes, two meals a day, computers, and books. And within two years, uh, they're going to be literate in English. And, and like you said, that's going to open up opportunities that these children just didn't have before. Uh, it's starting as K to three. Is that correct, Ravi? Yeah, that's correct. We're starting from
0: K to three, and then we're going to build a. Uh One year, one or two grades every year. So the kids can just move up. uh, Fortunately, in a place like this, you have to uh, crawl before you walk and walk before you run. So we really want to do things right. And it's difficult for them to change their whole culture overnight. So this is a long-term project for us. And it's going to take years to uh, change them and change the culture. When I can change, I Means give them an education and change the culture. But in 10 years, these kids are going to be graduating college, I mean, to, to college. It's amazing. And, uh, you know, a lot of them are going to come back, and they're going to be – and we're also looking to start vocational centers there. We're looking to start greenhouses there where they can have their own economy, growing food, selling it, just to open up different forms of income. So we're really looking to really support their uh, whole community so they can support themselves and just become thriving and just you know and and uh, not live in these impoverished conditions and be self-sustaining
1: Ravi before last week how many times had you been to Tanzania
0: uh, that was my third trip as, uh, so I was there twice uh, before and I plan on going back every year for the next uh, hopefully forever
1: that's that's incredible Ravi, what was it like for you as a friend to coach Lynn to see him touchdown for the first time and to interact with these kids <laughs> and just to see where this mission has gone and just how far you guys have come.
0: Oh, my gosh. It, it was really uh, special. And I always knew, I know Anthony so well, I always knew that he was going to have have a, that this very, even have a very, very special effect. Just the way he interacts with people. You see it, Chris, every day, the way he interacts with the players, the way he interacts with fans, you see it. I knew he was going to have a special effect on the, uh, not only the leaders, but the children. And, and just going down, I mean, he, he felt like he was at home, like he has been there for years. Mm. I mean, they were hugging him. They, he was hugging the kids. He was picking up the kids. I mean, these kids don't shower. And he didn't care. He just, he, his eyes looked like they were his children. I mean, it was just so natural. It was, it was really unbelievable. And the beautiful thing about it is, they felt the same way about Anthony and his wife and everybody. His kids—they really yeah, felt so, cool. so close to him and us. It was—it's just a beautiful thing. It's—it's it's overwhelming. We joked about it, like you know, we call them our kids. It's not even uh, you know the Maasai kids, anymore. and uh, it really was uh, special. And as Anthony, we, we reflected on it a lot. Like these these kids and these people really showed us what you could do with nothing. And uh, just to give them an education on top of their grit and strength and everything else, I mean, they're going to, they're going to, uh, you know, they're, they might probably going to be one that cure cancer or, or, or solve the global warming. I mean, because they have that kind of drive. Just to give them the education, it's unbelievable. It really was uh, very, very, very special to uh, see and witness. And uh, I think uh, it's going to be a long-term uh, uh, project for the Lynn Family Foundation as well after the trip. Uh, Just watching his kids, uh, his uh, two kids, and uh, Danielle, uh, the effect it had on them as well. uh. Obviously, I, they're, they're just the most wonderful children in the world, too, that get the apple to the fall uh, far from the tree, right?
1: No no doubt. And it's hard for me to put into words just how special of a guy Coach Lynn is because you know we, we see the on-field success, right? You go 21-11 and 11 on the field. You win a playoff game. Uh, a lot of success in back-to-back seasons. But uh, I think the impact, Robbie, that he's had in his off-seasons, and I, I go back to even last year, getting his degree, um, leaving rookie minicamp early to do that. I think that it just set an example. It set a tone for a lot of players on this team that outside of football, find an interest, uh, he stresses education, and then to to walk the walk uh, the next year. And to do something like this, to – build a school and really touch so many lives in ways he probably can't even imagine at this point. You know, I mean, these kids are going to uh, eventually graduate from this K to 12 school and who knows be doctors, it be scientists, it, yeah. you know, there's really no limits to this, Robbie. Yeah,
0: there's, there's absolutely none. And, and it was really a, uh, I guess it's privileged for me to uh, create a platform. One of my main goals was to create a platform because I think a lot of people want to give back, especially to the uh, poorest of the poor. And it's they, very difficult to find a medium. And I really wanted to create a platform for people like uh, Anthony Stacy, the Lynn Family Foundation, to have the access and, and to give back to these children. And everyone gets back in different ways. I mean, Anthony and I obviously are very uh, um, um, focused on education, but there's uh, my wife, Stacy. Meeting the girl, little girls out there, was just so overwhelmingly awesome. I mean, for both of them, for the little girls to look up to Stacy uh, and my wife, and for them to see these little girls who, who their options are very limited. I mean, it, without an education, a huge chance will be uh, sold. I mean, uh, for money, it, it, it's absolutely uh, the circumstances are dire. So, an education really gives them the security to uh, grow up. So, it's just we can't even imagine what this is going to do and the impact it's going to have. And and uh, just moving forward. And we hope in the future that other people see what, uh, you know, how it impacted us. I mean, I like, I, I always tell them that uh, it's almost, uh, philanthropy uh, is almost, uh, it's not self. It's not selfless. It's almost selfish because it gives so much back to us. And, uh, we want we really want to create a platform for people to, uh, be able to go over there and, uh, see it and, uh, and really, uh, give back It's becoming such a world economy right now. I and mean, it's just awesome that, uh, coach Wayne, uh, uses his platform to do such good and affect so many others. And I know that everyone's going to see what he did. And, 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 uh, you know, they're going to want to do it themselves. And that's just going to make the world a much better place.
1: Ravi, what was the reaction of the children to you guys, knowing that they're going to have a school and just all these things that they never had to have you guys come in for those few days? What was their reactions like?
0: It was surprisingly so welcoming. It's, it's almost evident. You don't even think they know what's going on, but they were singing. I mean, you're really hit home uh, uh, when uh, we were in the actual classroom. Kids were sitting there and they were singing a song. Uh, in I'm I asked what they were singing, they said they were singing, thank you for building this beautiful school. And they practiced it and they were just so excited and smiling and, and hugging us. And they, they were so appreciative because I think they do recognize that this might be a... Uh, way out for them, and, not, and so they don't have to live the lifestyle that, uh, you know, they have to live. I don't know, they have no idea what's going to happen, or, but they are just so happy to have a school and to have the meals and, to, you know, to have access to clean water. It's something new for them. So it was it was, after, it was absolutely overwhelming, and that really, after meeting and seeing what's going on, seeing the in the actual classroom and singing was really the icing, uh, icing on the cake.
1: Well, I tell Chargers fans if you want to learn more about this trip, um, we're going to have photos and articles and, and things of that nature coming out on the site over the next couple of weeks. But uh, Kimberly Martin of Yahoo wrote a great piece before the trip, and Jenny Varentis of Sports Illustrated uh, recapped it. Um, so I suggest you check out uh, this week's MMQB to see Jenny's story. She did a really, really great job on it. And one of the things that Coach talks about is is applying some of these lessons to football and the the football field and and really just his players and how sometimes these real life experiences are applicable to uh what these players do and i believe in in jenny's piece he talked about just like the grit and how a lot of these folks are, are doing more with less and there's just so many life lessons that i think anybody listening to this podcast right now you know, you're, you're in a fortunate position and, and sometimes you got to reflect on, uh, on, on your blessings.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, and last, Chris, I just want to, uh, just, I just want to recognize that it really seems like uh, these are uh, professional athletes and even, uh, uh, you know, coaches at the Anthony's level. It just seems that whenever they, uh, do some kind of, uh, like philanthropic work and anything they touch, it's, it's just always a success. I mean, I guess it goes to show that it takes so much work ethic and determination and drive to become a professional football player. And the stuff that Tony Richardson does is unbelievable, or to become a head coach. And they just use that same fabric and that same drive in everything they do. And it's just that's why I was so excited that Anthony decided to go over there. And I had a good feeling that he would latch on to them. And with his drive and work ethic and just the way he is, I mean, it's just going to be such a catalyst to help this project, to help those kids, and, and to just spread the word. So uh, it, 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 I'm overwhelmed and uh, super thankful for uh, him and everything uh, that he has done and he's going to do, and for all the other uh, people that he's going to uh, inspire to do great things, whether it's in Africa own neighborhoods. It doesn't matter, but it's really going to be positive because you really have a platform with uh, with his job, not only to, uh, win football games, but, uh, you know, to, uh, spread, uh, you know, news on, to, uh, you know, pay for it to others.
1: Well, bravo to you, Ravi, bravo to Coach Lynn and Stacy and the entire Lynn Family Foundation. If you want to learn more about the Lynn Foundation, go to lynnfoundation.org, uh, slash donate. And and Ravi, if folks want to keep up on what's going on in Tanzania, uh, how do you suggest they follow?
0: Um, you could, uh, Go to the uh, Lynn Stanley Foundation uh, website. You can go to p uh, 2 p2serve.org. Uh, we're gonna have constant uh, updates, and you can like us on uh, Facebook. privilege number two serve on Facebook, and we're gonna have constant updates on what we're doing. We're gonna take the next steps. We're gonna build more classrooms. We're gonna build a dormitory. Uh, you know, we actually uh, might get a bus. I mean, right now the kids are, uh, you know, we're gonna get picked up uh, by a. Uh, a uh, trailer and and probably donkeys. <laughs> that's their <laughs> way to school. And this is actually a funny story that I told Jenny about in the thing. I was asking her why they won't start school till ten a.m. I'm like, these kids get up earlier than that. Why don't they start school till ten? And they're like, oh no, because the lions are feeding. Oh
1: my between, uh, 7 and I, nine. That's right. That's <laughs> we right. That was in their piece. They're, uh, happy. <laughs> I mean, I mean, just just can you imagine that?
0: I was—I thought it was a joke, and they're like, "No, we're not joking because usually the lions are done eating by nine, so then I can't be hungrier than anyone else." <laughs>
1: <laughs> my goodness, my goodness, man! I, it's just—it's such a it's such a cool story, and it's a it's it's a great way to spend summer vacation uh, for Coach Lynn and uh, Ravi. I, I can't thank you enough for your time, man. This has been fantastic, just to really provide some context on this trip and just everything that went into it. Uh, hoping to talk to Coach here over the next week or so and uh, and get his account as well. But um, I really appreciate your time, and, and bravo to you, man. No,
0: right, thank you, Chris, for the opportunity.
1: Take care, man. All right, that's going to do it. My thanks to Ravi Reddy for joining me. And, of course, thanks to you all for listening. If you like what you hear this offseason, we'd love it. If you left us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, please help spread the word. Have a great rest of the week. we got training camp in a couple of weeks. Hard to believe. And until next time, I'm Chris Harry.